0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These
1: ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
0: This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling.
1: like pro wrestling. We like pro wrestling, too. It's Shake Them Ropes. I am Jeff Hawkins, joined as always by Chris Novembrino. Chris, how's it going?
0: Oh, they call me Mr. Honey is what they call (laughs) me, Jeff Hawkins, (laughs) because I am so sweet.
1: Yes, we were having an off-air discussion about Monica, honey. Or Manuka, honey.
0: Manuka, Uh, honey. Monica, honey is a new debuting gimmick. No, she'll be debuting in NXT in a couple of weeks here.
1: Oh, speaking of medicine, I am, look, I am blessed to have really good health insurance through my employer now. It used to be, I had like cheap health insurance through my employer, but now I have good health insurance. So, so take this with a grain of salt. But if you don't have insurance in Los Angeles, you go to a free, or you go to a clinic, in and out or emergency room and you get what you need. You have insurance. You have to go to doctor's offices and every doctor's office here. I'm pretty sure it's probably the same where you are, but you sign an agreement that says, uh, Oh, and if I have to cancel at the last minute, I have to pay 25 to $75 or something for the inconvenience. Well, Chris, I have a doctor's appointment yesterday. I am in my car on the way to the appointment ring. Oh, hey, Mr. Hawkins. Want to tell you that the doctor isn't in the office right now. Um, we should have told you this yesterday.
0: <laughs> so will you be getting $75? I said,
1: Send me a check for 50. And they hung up on me. <laughs> the other gimmick they do, and I, I'm not sure if this is everywhere else, but it is prevalent here in Southern California, is the doctor does a circuit. He does like one day in one office, one day in another office in Southern California, like way in another section of Southern California. He does one day in another one and then goes to his home base to do procedures and things. And it, it feels like a grift because <laughs> I have to go see a specialist for, for a procedure that uh, older men need to get done to make sure it's preventative. And he goes, yeah. uh, And I was ready for it. You know, I was ready. You know, okay, what do we need to do here? Blah, blah, blah. Didn't eat all day. Expected to do this. No, it was just a consult. And, uh, oh, you have to drive 50 miles inland in California to to come to my office to have this done. Oh, and you also have to have somebody come with you because we're going to put you under anesthesia and you can't drive home alone. And like. Well, okay. So, how how does one do this if one doesn't have family or friends out
0: here? Uber, I guess. But no, no, 50 no. You miles. can't
1: rideshare. The person you have to you have to have somebody waiting in in the room for you. So oh my the, God! So there's these, there's these, there's well the wonders of the internet are. I think I'm going to hire somebody to pretend to be my friend for the day. I think that's the route I'm going because it's like, oh, you can hire this person to run errands for you, and he has a good car. I'm like, okay. I have them run errands for me for half a day, but the errand's going to be running me to this doctor's appointment and then running me back home. Because I thought about doing the drive to like a nearby shopping center and then Ubering over to the place, but it's like you're under anesthesia. You have to have somebody with you in order to do it. And they have like medical chaperones, but those are crazy expensive. And I
0: right. Do- right, 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 right. Because that's like a trained professional. And you don't actually need a trained professional. No, you need just- someone to feign giving. crap about you yeah and walking you out the door
1: and i have people that can feign giving a crap about me it's just oh god for
0: 20 you can find a hobo who will do that not
1: not enough to drive me out there necessarily because it's like you know gas is expensive (laughs) (laughs) so that's that's the mean oh wait you want me to drive all the way from the south bay to the valley to then drive you to thousand oaks are you crazy (laughs) it's those kinds of conversations i'm currently having so yeah it's uh I know it's first world problems. I'm just like, why doesn't he have an office in Burbank where he can just stick the thing up my butt and go? (laughs) Uh, Okay, anyway, (laughs) Chris has no response for that. Uh, You know, anything you were
0: were initially keeping the procedure private and then you were like, no, no, and then you were like,
1: it's my prostate. No, 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 it's colonoscopy
0: oh okay even better
1: (laughs) it's much more fun and far more action than i've gotten in a while Um, anyways on to the wrestling news top story roman reigns has signed a new contract with the wwe exact schedule and details aren't clear but he will work television dates but not every week may not be doing house shows much longer or if so very limited and he won't be on every pay-per-view show. It looks like he got the Brock deal. There was a report earlier that he had agreed to only do the major pay-per-view shows per year, meaning largely the planned stadium shows in Saudi Arabia. One person in the promotion, this is the Wrestling Observer writing, with knowledge of the deal, said the first report of six pay-per-views wasn't exactly accurate, but close. And this year, the number of stadium shows in Saudi Arabia shows would be eight. On the May 7th house show in Trenton, New Jersey, he said that this might be the last time he wrestles in Trenton and is going through a new phase in life. After the WrestleMania backlash pay-per-view, he teased that might be the last time he teams with his cousins, the Usos, in a six-man tag. He has been pulled from Hell in the Cell advertising for June 5th. Reigns was also pulled from the advertising from numerous house shows and everything after the June 24th SmackDown tapings in Austin, Texas. Other than the July 2nd Money in the Bank show in Las Vegas, the July 30th SummerSlam show, and the 9th Three Principality Stadium and Cardiff Wales. show, he has been pulled from all that advertising. Nick Khan has also said recently that the company was looking at helping Reigns in his acting career. I hope that means getting him lessons to be honest with you, but hey. that's me being snide because I've watched him act before, but looks like Roman Reigns got the bag and he got the special deal and he's going to have time off with his family And he's going to be able to get any medical procedures he needs dealing with uh, treating the leukemia. Should that come back? It's good to be the king, Chris.
0: Yeah. Uh, And I mean, we've been seeing this Roman slowdown here quietly. Over,
1: and we're not just talking about the entrance to the ring,
0: <laughs> no, not just the entrance to the ring, and honestly, even sort of like a change in the work rate here. There was a point where this guy was doing things like crucifix bombs and stuff, and those days are very much over. Yes, now uh, he...
1: We have we have spear and we have Superman punch,
0: yeah, it, it, it's a very limited moveset we've been getting from old Roman Reigns here for. For quite a while uh it's it's interesting to see him sort of make this official i've been thinking about this this week and i've been kind of going back and forth and like how sold i am on this take but but i'm gonna at least throw it out there given that i just like looked at the u.s coronavirus cases i wonder if roman's thinking with his current health status that it's been a really good run and that you know, maybe initially here he thought, um, as many did, that there would be like a, a clear finish line to COVID nineteen. And it doesn't necessarily look like there's gonna be a, a clear finish line to COVID nineteen, or you know, there there might be a COVID another iteration of it that's not nineteen at that in, in the future here. That like this might be just the way things are. And Roman's made a lot of money. He has health conditions he has to take seriously, uh, as you mentioned before here. And m- maybe working a more limited schedule where he's limiting exposure to the public behooves him at, the, at his present stage of life.
1: I won't go that far because I think this is all about making Roman a special attraction. And I, I don't think-, think he's there, though. I don't uh, either, but, I th- but here's the thing. <laughs> Hashtag, this, is, the, this the thing.
0: This, this isn't even like trying to make Randy Orton a special attraction. Not now, but like five or six years ago. No,
1: but Roman and the company, because this is also, I think, a little bit of the company, to be honest with you, not just Roman. I think this is also WWE. Are Looking at Rock, big action star. John Cena caught fire did it without their help did did it in spite of them to be to be honest with you they want their own john cena they want that
0: but jason momoa was already acting
1: i agree and jason momoa is a far better actor than roman yeah i mean there's no doubt about that he can do comedy he can do action roman looks stiff on film to be honest with you uh but i mean i knows. agree but yeah but i think i think there's a little bit of corporate jealousy here And I think I think it's going to be okay. we're going to we're going to make you more special because your problem is you're you're not a big enough. You're too big of a star to be on television. That kind of thing, that old thinking that T. Oh, because in Hollywood, when I first moved out here, it was, oh, he's a TV guy. He's not a film guy. He's a TV guy. And that was looked at as lesser. But now all the better, all the better work, all the better craftsmanship is in is in premium television, to be honest with you. But there's still there's still something to be said about being able to open a movie or being able to open or headline something. And I think there's a little WWE jealousy in there. And I think this is also part of it.
0: Yeah, um, I just, I, I don't know that I fully buy the acting part of their uh explanation I, I i like i sort of think it's like uh the lady doth protesteth too much a little bit with the he's gonna go and focus on his acting i'm like yeah you're gonna go and focus on acting class like, like he's he's <laughs> he's far enough away from being where someone like the Rock or john cena well, was yes in terms he has, of characterization he has, he, has, he, has more
1: of an, he has more of an advantage than say you know when the iconics say they're gonna go try acting or Brian Pillman books an indie feature or something like that. Nick Khan is very connected still in the world of entertainment. High-powered agent at CAA at one time. Um, he knows people. They can make this run. They can try it. That, that's, the, that's the only reason I find it a little different.
0: Yeah. I, I'm not saying he doesn't find himself in Fast and Furious 27. I just don't know that that does anything for him.
1: still fast, still furious
0: Fur- Furiosity.
1: curiosity Furiosity at, at the they steal the they steal the nursing home shuttle bus and they put nitrous in it.
0: The mission is someone needs to pull the plug on Vin Diesel's character. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jason Statham's character also needs a prostate exam. (laughs) Quick! Ah, yeah. Well, if you were watching Twitter in the early morning, er, earlier this week, interesting little thread from Onkota Bushi, New Japan star who is among the most physically talented wrestlers who has ever lived, Dave Meltzer's words, may not be long for the promotion after a Twitter tirade that included claims of everything from Yakuza involvement to sexual harassment in New Japan. Should be noticed that he is not claiming any of this happened to him, but he has his own very deep issues with the company right now. He is talking about going public to the press in Japan to expose nasty details of the company and wants his release. His issues are publicly with Kikuchi, I think that's how you say it, and who he posted a private Twitter back and forth where he talked about wanting to quit the promotion, as well as company president Takami Obari, who he never mentioned in his tweets, but is upset with feeling that the company has taken advantage of him gato has been trying to play peacemaker and get both sides on the same page but Ibushi was saying that based on what he said publicly that he doesn't think he can go back wrestling while hurt or or no, that those are my notes so that he think he can go back most of his tweets were about them trying to force him into wrestling while hurt and also about the sexual harassment thing but also i missed the yakuza one but uh, we'll talk about that in a bit one person with years in the industry behind the scene noted that to to them that if he was just criticizing management in new japan they could reconcile but obushi broke trust and kayfabe and revealed that things that are considered firing offenses in the current industry at press time he was not released from his contract he believes at this point he can't go back his feeling was that he would have been a loyal soldier to the company if he didn't feel like he had been taken advantage of and this is the strategy he is using for his release quote i'll expose all about the former cheater's gun already returned, and the sexually harassing bosses. From the company president's lies to his unreasonable power harassment this time, Abushi tweeted. Get prepared for this. Tospo, Tokyo Sports, the leading sports newspaper in Japan, although the power of newspaper is nothing compared to years ago, and TV Asahi too. I don't care. This is interesting for a number of reasons, and I'll tell you why. Stateside wrestling. Because, number one, Abushi was probably... One of the guys, if he could come back from his injury, that AEW definitely wants for Forbidden Door. But not just that, they want him stateside working for AEW, especially with Kenny Omega, and to do a Golden Lovers thing as well. Problem is now, Abushi may be off limits to them because of the way he would jeopardize New Japan. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, you know what, if he, I think. I think abushi's going to hold out till they do release him. I think he's going to go to NOAA or DDT, probably. I think he probably wants to stay in Japan for the most part, but um, I could also see him just thumbing his nose at New Japan saying, sign me, AEW, I'll come work for you, and them considering it. But it, it's interesting. I mean, Abushi's 40, but he's still peak physical condition for the most part. It's just he also... Well, he doesn't need the money. He comes from a very wealthy family. So he doesn't have to wrestle if he doesn't want to as well. So I, I, the injury stuff, I understand. Cause that's old school, man. You got to re- Are you hurt? Or are you injured type of thing? But the other things he's saying, yeah, knock me over with a feather that there's Yakuza involvement in professional wrestling or professional sports in Japan, Chris.
0: Yeah. Uh You know, it's a, it's a strong allegation. Yes. Uh, it, it, it just, it strikes me as far-fetched preposterous even uh, impossible to believe <laughs> and uh, it, it baffles the imagination that in the 21st century in the year of our lord 2022 Jeff crime still exists
1: go 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 Google Ricky Dozan kids see how he passed away yeah um but yeah, it, it puts AEW in a bit of a bind because we know that they've wanted Kodobushi; they want him badly, especially when Omega's back. And now that kind of uh, that kind of throws some cold water on on plans if they want to keep a working relationship with New Japan, which could always fall apart because it wasn't it was shaky at the beginning of AEW because of how the Bucks and Omega left the promotion. So when they were trying to get a stateside type of thing going, it's interesting.
0: Yeah it's it's an interesting predicament for kota Ibushi here uh how you know he could always work impact too Uh, like like
1: (laughs) someone someone said he could always go back to wwe i'm like that that ain't happening dude (laughs) the way they treated uh the way they treat non-american talent why the hell would you ever want to go there unless they were paying you unless they paid you nakamura money you know, to surf or something uh, like that. He,
0: what if he was just curious about what ridiculous name he might get when he comes <laughs> in?
1: At the second place or cruiserweight classic winner. Oh God. I, no, I don't even want to think of the names I could give him quite frankly. They'd probably name him Yakuza, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, other interesting off, off the field notes, if you will, Brett Weiss, the general manager at TNT, TBS and true TV been ousted from his role after 14 years. Weitz was credited for launching Snowpiercer, Chad, AEW, Impractical Jokers, and the revival of Wipeout on the networks. Now, it's intriguing to me because Discovery is a, and we've talked about this the last couple of weeks, they are a notoriously cheap company. They, they want to do things. Uh, they want to cut budgets. They want to cut things. And there might be a thing where, look, hockey is not popular in the United States. I don't think it ever will be, but it's more of a legitimate sport, um, sports destination in, in the public's mind than professional wrestling. is. They're going to overpay for the NBA because the NBA gets them killer ratings. AEW gets them good ratings, but so did Nitro when it was on TNT. I look if you I don't know if they have anybody defending wrestling in the boardroom there but I know they just lost an ally.
0: Yeah, uh it it is one of those things that people have to keep an eye on because they could lose their tv deal with tnt and we know they want
1: more money we know they want a a more we know they're going to want to bump and pay for the rights to them because they could probably shop themselves to some other content providers Uh,
0: they certainly could shop themselves i I mean it might not be the end of the world for aew but it might be it might make it, it to your point it might make it that much harder to continue the relationship with tnt
1: on a lighter note orange cassie chuck taylor and chris statlander will appear on the upcoming season of the celebrity game show floor the floor is lava on netflix it's a game show where celebrities pretend the floor or ground is made of lava and thus must avoid touching it or they are considered dead
0: i mean it's, it actually, a, it's actually a perfect it's a, it's a a vehicle show. Show. for them yeah, yeah it's it's a it is it's actually and
1: it's not it's not bad publicity to be honest honest with you uh, and in suckers and their money are soon parted fightful select reporting Two weeks ago that the authors of pain are planning a return to the ring but not only that we found out now the duo are launching their own promotion june 4th at the motorpoint arena and not motorpoint arena in nottingham arena to be shown on fight it's actually i think that's supposed to be nottingham england get an editor dave um, or jeff even paul ellering scheduled to appear but yes when in doubt just launch your own indie show why not your own promotion i I don't know if they have a mind for the business. I think Ellering probably does, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll wait to see if this becomes anything to comment on.
1: In, uh, in other uh, personnel news, Charlotte taking some time off after backlash. Uh, looking to, It was written off as an injury, but uh, I believe she and one El Andre El Idolo will be getting hitched during this time. Mazel, mazel, good things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jonah rock done with impact, but uh, coming into impact your new tag team champions. I was going to save this for lazy river, but I'll say it now. The Briscoe brothers are now in impact them boys winning the tag team titles over the weekend. Always happy to see them get work. I love the Briscoes are the second best tag team working today after FDR. So yeah, I,
0: I like the Briscoes. You know, uh, I, I, I'm with you
1: <laughs> sign them. Tony freaking sign them. I don't. But, you know, we, we talked about that before, but I uh,
0: know uh, like Jay Briscoe and Adam Page is an immediately intriguing angle.
1: <laughs> Jay Briscoe talking is, is an immediately to me. I mean, they, they just cut the best promos in the business because because Mark's goofiness offsets Jay's homicidal tendencies when he's cutting a promo. So, so it just makes a nice yin and yang there. But uh, that's it for the news desk. Going to close that up go on to the lazy river of wrestling criticism, whatever we watched this weekend, whatever, or this week, whatever comes to mind. And as usual, if there's a pay-per-view before we do the preview, if it's after we do ice cold takes and WWE WrestleMania backlash ran this past Sunday, look, the WWE does crappy, crappy builds, but the wrestling on this show was quite good Chris I don't know if you got to catch any of this but especially the opener between Cody and Seth Rollins and yes even the Ronda Charlotte match which was mean 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 girls match I thought over delivered I thought the six man tag was pretty damn good as well and even even the other matches with the exception of the almost Bobby Lashley one but you know uh, we're we're pretty good AJ and Edge were pretty good I thought you know Oh, take your victory lap now, Chris, because you called it exactly as it went down. Rhea Ripley unmasking as a as as someone, because of course Damien Priest gonna be at ringside, joined Judgment Day.
0: Yep. And then they explained why she joined Judgment Day, and it's exactly what you'd Each think it was. And
1: every one of you fans never believed in me. <laughs>
0: so- it's true. If they had believed in her more, they would have won the tag team titles. dude. <laughs> Think like, you know, it's that six man effect that, uh, the fans have not been bringing, bringing to this atmosphere here.
1: But, uh, uh, but that brings me, but that brings me into the general notes on WWE television this week, because the wrestling, there was some good wrestling on this, The RK bro versus the street profits. Damn good match. The, uh, um, there's there's a match on SmackDown tonight. I can't remember what it was, but it was very good. Um <laughs> I just watched the damn thing. I can't remember what happened an hour ago, Chris. This is this is sad. Um, you know, the women's tag was like, oh, it was uh they they uh, Ronda Rousey came out for an open challenge and uh Raquel now Rodriguez answered and that was that was a solid match. That was that was uh that was some Vader versus Ken Shamrock type of stuff there with with Rhonda playing, you know playing a monster heel to, to Ronda. And it, it, even though she was a babyface, and they shook hands and did the thing after it, but uh, that match was better than it had any right to be. The, the problem is that story- that
0: outside of outside of that one match on raw and I'm, I'm, I'll even spot them. Cody in theory, there's nothing else on raw worth watching and it's a three hour program.
1: No, because the storytelling stinks. I mean, we've gone, we're now going back to the unification of the tag titles that story again, which will supposedly be settled next week on SmackDown. Uh, Lacey Evans, all these weeks of vignettes, all these weeks of events telling her struggles and her hard luck story and her pulling herself up by the bootstraps and being a single mom. And, and you know, she born in poverty and, and her dad was an abusive drug user. Chris, all that was done as an elaborate swerve to bring her back as heel because she's now listed on the Raw roster as a heel. And on last week's SmackDown, I missed this point because I was just so tuned out. They did the Lacey Evans demands you stand and give her respect. What in the blue hell? <laughs> like you, you finally found a story close to true life that people can get behind in some ways and you start to build it and build it and build it in service of and apparently this was the the plan the entire time to say f off for your investment emotional investment in this story
0: yeah there was that other weird line from graves on commentary on raw where he was like it may all seem sensational but it's true and i thought that was strange and i really found myself Racking my brain as to where is the heel heat for this supposed to come from? Is it just that this person is telling this hard luck sob story? Woe is me, and like we're mad at them because they're pleading poverty and pleading charity and like
1: stupid (laughs) poor.
0: Wait, you You guys you guys thought I was a poor like one of you? No way, I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid enough to have a dad who does drugs. That's you guys. That's
1: you people. no, but but it it makes a little sense that maybe Corey was implying that she made all of this up. and I'm just like if she if they did this to her as a rib or something, I, dude, I'm just I'm flabbergasted because it's like, okay, this is the kind of story they should be telling occasionally with people and not make it you know too saccharine. But hey, make it a driving force and have people get behind someone like this. But instead, Vince, just looks at it. you were born poor. Why, why didn't you just leave the womb and go move for a, go move into a mother who was middle class who could have raised you better?
0: Just <laughs> it, it, it. Hell.
1: I'm just—I'm flabbergasted by this, Chris. Please vamp on something. Uh,
0: It—it—it really baffles my mind where the heel heat is supposed to come from. You see, she's (laughs) likable,
1: and we can't have likable superstars. (laughs) Turn them immediately heel. I just like.
0: I. Why Such are we supposed con- to hate this person? That's contempt
1: for the audience. And that's oh, you yeah. people are cheering this. No, she's to be scorned because she's white trash.
0: The problem is she had to work to achieve. She yes. should have just been born she on third base. She
1: should have had her father give her a territory, <laughs> and then then she could have played up the trailer park stuff in a Playboy interview or something. I just, I just, I rewatched that whole statement. I went, like, they did what? <laughs> it was right after the last story. It's like, please stand and give her the respect that she deserves. I'm like, I'd be stand- anybody with an IQ over 50 has to be confused by this.
0: Yeah. Like, and then you go, what, should I stand? Cause like, the, yeah, <laughs> right. I, yeah.
1: I, yeah. I, huh? Cause the like the problem this- is each and every one of you. <laughs> Oh my god, they just they're gonna run that phrase into the ground. It's like it's like there's nothing wrong with having likable baby faces. Now you can't make them stupid all the time, but
0: you know Like they even sort of get how to do this with a character like Randy Orton. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Where he's a baby face and he's likable and he's not stupid. Oh, he'll, be a,
1: he'll be a jerk soon enough. Because well, no, I don't, what it, do with everybody. Well,
0: he's gonna turn. I mean, he he obviously has to turn heel on Riddle eventually. That's just like where the near,
1: no. Let's <laughs> turn that's, Riddle that's... heel on him. They're gonna have Riddle steal his entire move set, and they're gonna have Riddle bright turn on him.
0: I'd almost like that because that doesn't make any sense. It's it like... doesn't make any sense, but yeah, whatever. I mean, only because I want to see Riddle be heel. I actually think Orton's better as a babyface at this point in his career.
1: <laughs> he's actually having fun. We were talking about this also before the show. Randy Orton. This is the most I've liked him watching him. And, and because he just seems like he's having fun doing whatever.
0: It's the most I've liked him in 10 years.
1: Oh yeah. At least. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's been, it's been, you're right. It might be more than 10 years. Huh?
1: Your turn on this lazy river.
0: Oh man. Okay. Uh, let us swing it over to dynamite. Okay. Um, I like doll. Oh, okay. Tony Danhausen. I really <laughs> I really enjoyed the inversion of expectations. Yes. Like with the with the entrance that Danhausen gets. You see Nice in the ring. I'm sitting there going like, really? They're gonna feed Nice to Danhausen? And like Danhausen's coming to the ring, and it looks like it's gonna be a match, an AEW debut match, not a squash match. But Danhausen's gonna prevail over Tony Nice and we're going to get the debut of Danhausen and we'll and get
1: a beat down afterwards for the heat and the you know yeah
0: and instead we want the the way it needed to go where Tony Nice completely annihilates Danhausen
1: this is star th- match six star match right there baby
0: doesn't need Danhausen does not need to win much like, he needs to occasionally hit people with that curse just to get the curse over. But it should never be, like, in any real threat of actually beating real people. It should just, like, you know, be used against the, uh... Like, J.D. Drake's of the world. And that's, that's the guy's name?
1: Yeah, uh, I thought, yeah. I Hook and J.D. Drake had a fun little match.
0: Yeah, and then Hook came out, and Dan Housen shook hands. It was, at, to your point, it's almost the, the opposite. So instead of the, uh... The baby babyface Danhausen winning, and then toy Niece getting his heat back. You have Niece winning, and then Danhausen gets his heat back because he gets the handshake from Hook, which is really what right. his whole quest has been about, anyways.
1: Yeah, and that got a big pop in the audience. I mean, even even the announcers went, "Whoa!" You know that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, no, I I I actually thought that this whole scene was played out really well.
1: I thought not only that, but this will also get into my next point. But but the fact that uh, Danhausen's curse. My niece was interrupted and then put on Mark Sterling and then paid off later in the Wardlow bit, which now we get into that. That was awesome. All of it. The Dark Side of the Ring parody, which was pitch perfect. Jericho asking how much he's getting paid to talk about MJF, Taz doing the doing the I can't over emotional I can't handle this I have to leave yeah,
0: yeah. no and like having Jake Roberts in there too like Barry
1: Horowitz
0: Barry Horowitz take it from me Jewish a top wrestler. take it from me a top guy yeah yeah like that guy's <laughs> a jobber. like great stuff
1: the contract signing yeah you have these dopey security guys who are all trainees at wrestling schools of course but the uh but taking off the handcuffs and god bless prop comedy sometimes it goes wrong um, they couldn't get that second handcuff off for a while. I was a little worried. I was a little worried. They're going to say, okay, run with it. And then he's going to punch somebody. And oh, he's good. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, no, that, that's that's always a juice job. Yeah. You can't just leave that cuff on.
1: Yeah. But, uh, but you know what? It was fun. It was what it needed to be. Wardlow has some great reactions. <laughs> just his cocky, uh, just arrogance. You know, just knowing that he could overpower people at any time is so fantastic, that look. I, I Look, th- this MJF thing is, is getting over with me a lot, and it's going to get Wardlow over. Like I said, the danger is going to be the first program they put Wardlow in after this MJF program.
0: Yes, that has to be handled very well, but, like, no, Wardlow is very much back on track. Uh, I think even the usage of Long Island with MJF, like, it, it it's yes. nice to have MJF Island. It's funny.
1: yeah just the one place you know they try to do this with brit but it doesn't work with brit because
0: no but it's just so great with mjf where it's like it's the mirror universe where bizarro world where mjf is like the greatest guy of all time and he comes out and plays it like he's a baby face i I, actually the best thing that happened there was tony shivani Like, had that incredulous, disgusted line of, like, he'd stab them all in the back in a second. Hi, I can't believe he's doing this. Like, that was so great.
1: Tony Schiavone,
0: Tony Schiavone's so good in this Shavani's
1: Schiavone's disgust at certain people, whether it's Adam Cole or MJF. It's just, with Adam Cole, he has that ulterior motive, which makes it slightly creepy at the same time, but it still works every time where he's like, ah, oh, here's my friend, Britt Baker, oh, that nasty Adam Cole. <laughs> that kind of thing. But also, you know, going into that, it played into the punk thing as well. Punk wearing the Tavares jersey, and uh, you may not have gotten this level of subtext, but uh, I, I believe his name is Brad Tavares. Um, uh, b- team captain for the New York Islanders demanded to be traded, got traded to the Toronto Maple Leafs and is having a killer killer season and and it's just it's it's rubbed a lot so punk is oh look I'm, I'm i'm looking to make this up to you i'm looking to make this up to you turns around he's a heel this week and after healing up adam page last week i loved that that confrontation the,
0: I the, that confrontation was super cleverly done by punk because it still played into the fact that in long island punk is a heel but when they go to Chicago, and when this whole thing ends, it's gonna be Paige the heel. Vegas. And, oh, is it goes to Vegas. I yes. thought this was. I thought this was going to Chicago. At some no, point. this is double
1: next- or nothing in two weeks.
0: What, when when does it go? When are they going to Chicago? Uh, didn't, didn't Paige say Chicago?
1: No, they're going to Houston next week.
0: Oh. I thought they were later. going. I could have sworn they were going to Punk's. Like the, the way I guess the impression I got from that promo was that they're going to Punk's hometown. But anyways, he's oh, gonna maybe be. They will. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Apparently, I don't know much. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> dude, you know. No, it's town, fine. Towns are hard. There's a lot of them, and they're all over the country. So. I think that like it was well done in the sense that it turned punk back baby face. And it sort of, I, I think foreshadows where this is going to go, where page is going to win. He's going to level punk at the end of the match. And he's going to like shake his limp hand.
1: Oh, I think there's a possibility that punk actually gives into uh heelish things. And he's a little older. And he pulls a little, uh pulls a little cheaty thing to try and get the belt type of thing. Oh. I don't think it's a full turn but I think there's a possibility that's a start of a turn.
0: Interesting. But that's interesting.
1: It, no, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, I, I, gonna- I don't know.
0: I, I just keep, it, it sure just seems to me like, like right now, Punk, it seems like, is playing within the, like the limits of being a babyface. and it's Paige who's being a dick here. And like Paige was being a dick after the match. Like he didn't really care about Silver's well-being, for example. He's like kind of going back to being bad friend Adam Paige. Uh he's yeah. more, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I think it's Paige who's the one who's turning heel here.
1: No, that's fine too. I can I can handle that. I, I like the mystery, to be honest with you. I think I hope next week we have a a mic battle between the two of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Regardless, I I I think the one thing we can both agree on is that it's it's picking up steam. Like this is a program that's that's doing well. Using it has so- my interest. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm looking forward to this match, and I, I really liked the deployment of the Buckshot Lariat this week as the fan the match even the, even if it wasn't the greatest bug shell area you ever saw
1: we can go back to dynamite a second i'm gonna make a quick detour because i'm gonna give a shout out to someone from aew dark uh vicky dreamboat well faced abaddon on this week's aew dark it looks like abaddon's getting a couple matches here and there i expect her to probably be put over on the ring of honor uh roster but the reason i'm i'm shouting out vicky dreamboat is uh it's because Vicki dreamboat is a member of the improv community. And, uh, this was fascinating to me. I, 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 didn't know who this was. So I'm watching an interview and she goes, Oh yeah. You know, I trained improv for a number of years, blah, 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 blah. So, uh, old Jeff Hawkins slipped into the DMS and had a discussion about improv with her. And, uh, she is out of Seattle's, uh, jet city improv where, uh, we have a lot of friends and, uh, she and her fiance have now moved to Jacksonville and are going to open an improv theater over there. So it was a cool little uh, cool little chat about uh, Prov and n- nothing too deep, but just kind of congratulating her and stuff like that. I thought that was kind of cool.
0: Cool. Um,
1: Your next move here.
0: My next move here. Uh, this Jeff Hardy and Darby Allin match. So yes. Jeff Hardy has been having a bunch of stinkers. And here's what I'll say about this match. It, it wasn't a stinker. Uh, it was insane. It like it, for the type of match it was, it took way too many risks and the ladder and chairs spot that they did was uh, th- that baffled me. Um,
1: let me, let me ask you something because sure. I, lo- I loved this match until I started talking about it on the dynamite show, which you can hear every week on fight game media. Um, patreon.com slash fight anyways uh but my co-host there said something that made me feel guilty and he said yeah i was enjoying that too but i think it's in bad taste to do that in front of owen hart's widow given how owen hart died and you're trying to kill yourself in front of his in front of, in front of his his widow and i'm just like and the
0: story is yeah. i want this match to be more extreme
1: yeah I, uh, and then I started to feel guilty about it. And I think he has a point. And I think this should have been thought through a little bit better.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I think that that's not an invalid point. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's not as fully resonant to me as just the idea that like Jeff Hardy at his advanced age needs to stop having crazy matches like this that have. The, uh, this is fine for a pay-per-view, right? But like, this is on weekly television, and he's doing these insane bumps. I'm doing just...
1: moves like the coffin drop, and it's like, okay, hopefully they talked to her before the match and got approval. Hey, you can do whatever you want type of thing. But it, as I started to think about it more and more, I got more and more uncomfortable with the amount of damage both guys did and the amount of risk that was unnecessary.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I just worry that like Jeff Hardy's career is literally going to end on television where we see that he can't walk again.
1: Yeah, you know, well, he also- he, ta-
0: he takes a stupid bump, he accordions on the floor, and all of a sudden he's just not moving.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's, God, that's my fear of Big E comes back too, you know. Um, And, you know, Darby Allen's basically wrestling his future self right there, too. And you're just like, dude, look at him, man. You don't end up like this. But that bump onto the chairs that uh, I mean, he got part of Jeff on there, but that was mostly legs hitting chairs. And uh, I assume he's very sore. But let's talk a little bit about this Owen tournament a little bit, because, you know, who's having a hell of a year, Chris, is one Dax Harwood, because that was a look, it was to quote Adam Page, it was a Bret Hart masturbatory tribute match. It was very HBK Bret Hart in terms of a lot of the moves and mannerisms there. But, man, i that's the most fun I've had in an Adam Cole match in a long time. I, I adored the, the blocked Panama sunset into uh, roll through into a pile driver. I loved that it did not end on Adam Cole's finisher, but it ended on a sharpshooter instead. I I really liked this match a lot.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Um I I liked this match a lot. Dax Harwood, I I'm with you. Really starting to stand out as like a a very nice singles talent who's able to get the best out of the other guy in the ring cuz they're able to have a creative interactive match with one another.
1: Yeah, it was very old school. It was very uh it was very chop heavy. It was very wear a guy down as opposed to do a lot of moves, a lot of moves, a lot of moves, which, which I appreciated. Uh, What do you, Uh, I wasn't going to go to, to a non sequitur, but I do want to go back to the Owen bracket because I had an odd idea for the Joker on the men's side, on the women's side. I think it's probably going to be Athena slash Ember moon um, because it is in Houston. Hmm. But I, I thought of a pick that wasn't on the board that I think would be cool. If not, if only for a very short run. And there is a wrestler out there, Chris, that has been a tag team partner of Owen Hart and has been an opponent of Owen Hart that is still active in the ring and can still go to a moderate pace.
0: Ken Ken that- Shamrock?
1: No, I was thinking Too Cold Scorpio. Oh, okay. Too Cold Scorpio teamed with Owen in New Japan in 91. And then in the late 80s, in, or in the late 90s, 97, 98 period, when he was Flash Funk slash Scorpio slash part of the job squad, he had a few matches in there with Owen Hart. I was like, that would be a nice little tribute right there. First match with Joe. Could get some moves in. Maybe, maybe the Ring of Honor crew ends up costing Joe the match, and he can have a match with Phoenix and phoenix could beat him and i think that would be perfectly appropriate um but i think anybody they get is probably gonna be pretty good in this
0: yeah no um i i hadn't had any strong thoughts as to who the joker is gonna end up being here um
1: like i thought christian might be a possibility due to the uh canadian slash trainer type of uh Mm -hmm, connection mm -hmm. i mean there's plenty of good ideas i mean you could say cesaro but i don't think there's any chance they work with cesaro they didn't have interest in cesaro before um for some reason that's
0: crazy to me still
1: it's a little crazy but i think it's also i think it's also we've taken up enough ex-wwe people and also uh he was using them for leverage at the time in a negotiation against wwe that might have been frowned upon um yeah
0: maybe so i i just think i mean he one he's Sneaky, big, so at the, on this roster, I think he'd really stand out as a big, dominant heel,
1: yeah, um I mean, but yeah, I think uh I hope it i I think it's not going to be a super superstar, but I think it's going to be a name person i I just uh yeah you know, it's nice to be surprised occasionally i'm I'm happy that it has not yet been spoiled
0: well, I'm gonna put Cesaro up in the air then I just I'm gonna go for it
1: okay, cool yeah. uh your turn, sir
0: um. Man, uh, there is nothing that gets me more excited every week than NXT, and this week was no oh, exception. Geez. Jeffrey Hawkins, I have quit let me tell now you what.
1: After this week, I can't watch this thing. This thing, was, look, it was a great idea to have a, a mostly women's show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you have a <laughs> roster that can <laughs> handle it, <laughs> yeah, uh, ain't, ain't that the truth? I mean, because uh, after
1: that opener. <laughs> oh,
0: <there's laughs> sled here. oh man uh yeah that opener that opener was fine um you know it was it was an nxt special but like yeah. it, it was good it was good and, she, and, and you
1: and roxanne work well together they work incredible. well
0: together and roxanne yeah roxanne's yeah like she's nice she's a real nice talent um Fallon Henley and sloan jacobs is where this <laughs> starts falling off I, i'm just gonna do this as my segment here uh this, is where the, this starts falling off um, the Tony D'Angelo and Legato Del Fantasma storyline is like the most predictable mafia war storyline <laughs> you've ever heard of. Like, but I, I mean, it, it, it made me laugh that, uh, Cruz del Toro. Uh, volunteered to go off by himself to go start the car that he didn't even take Joaquin Wild with him. He just was like, oh, this seems like a good idea to me as they're gloating about how they were able to pick off AJ Galante last week because he was by himself. Like what is just... with
1: the kidnapping.
0: The kidnapping.
1: <laughs> it's, it's their only move. It's like the number of people that get That's, how you, their... get,
0: that's how you get whacked with, with in no NXT. Re- too. With
1: no repercussions at all, ever.
0: Yeah, you're, normally you throw someone in the trunk after something bad happens to them, whereas this is just, like, get in the trunk. Like, it's so <laughs> weird. Well, uh,
1: well, it is Tuesday.
0: Yeah, got to get in the trunk. Um, Alba Fires, a fine name, the Amari Miller match, went on longer than it really needed to. Agreed. Uh, yeah, Um, and then uh, lastly, look, I think Andre Chase... Is actually a good little gimmick. I really do. <laughs>
1: that was it, fun. The sur- uh, the Sarai uh the backstage
0: thing. Yes. My favorite yeah. line is the the glee that Andre has and the pride that he has when he discovers that Chase University has a foreign language department. <laughs> like, like he discovered, he's like, we have a foreign language department. Like, like this kicks ass is like the, the tone of his voice. <laughs> it's so great.
1: I love the, I, dude, he is, he is out kicking his coverage with this and it's great. I mean, the, 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 the look when his sweater was blue coming out, good comedy. It was, you know, and, and of course, Bodie with the pigtails, <laughs> just oh, the hell with it. I'm digging it. It's going with it. Uh, what do you think of Cora Jade and Natty?
0: Uh, it, it. I mean, I don't hate having Natty prevail over Cora Jade and have this be Cora Jade's hill to climb. Like, I mean, this, this, this really needs, in order for this to work, it needs a rematch. I'm not going to say, let's just see where this goes. I'm going to say that in order for this to be a satisfactory thing to have done, Cora Jade needs to have a rematch with Natalia where this time she's able to see through all the tricks and she's wiser.
1: The handshake was a bit much.
0: Yeah, no joke.
1: You know the the show of respect afterwards, after taking the shortcuts. Yeah, I know. I, I mean that that was the part That, that is, was that ballsy. It's like, yeah, I cheated, but hey, good game.
0: Like, I guess you just got outplayed, but no, I, I mean, the handshake never should have happened. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, this this shows. No, this show sucks. Like, I, I.
1: I, if I, 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 may if watching, I, I may start watching Impact every week. It, week.
0: It, really, it really is a thing where if I didn't need to make sure when I got to the mic here, I knew what I was talking about with the state of professional wrestling at least half as well as I presently do, I, I, like, I, I would, would not want... Because like Nikita Lyons stinks. Yes. Um, the, this, Ariana Grace is infinitely more interesting than Nikita Lyons or Lash Legend. Like, and they won't push her anywhere near as much no, um, no it like but I, I saw a lot more out of Ariana grace than I saw out of any of them they're not going to do anything with that um the just the match style of this NXt just it, it is crappy WWE training yeah, it's, it's the Wwe match.
1: WWE that's yeah. my, that's my problem with it it's like there's nothing interesting about it. so I'm gonna, there's nothing you know, unique about it the briscoes are on impact I'm going to watch impact and I think I think I've you know since I've kind of I haven't seen the loser leaves NXT UK match yet, but I heard it was pretty good, but I've kind of fallen on the wayside of NXT UK. I may just start watching impact as opposed to either of the NXT shows because they have good rosters. It's just, I find, I find their presentation uh, derivative. it's, It's a WWE show done for fewer people as well, but it's, but it's higher quality people doing the script. So it's, you know, you have the same problem. It's just a different problem in some ways.
0: Yeah. Um, to but, bring it back to Dynamite. Yeah, uh, I was
1: going to do that too. So go ahead.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, Ricky Starks and Jungle Boy. This
1: is where this, I was going to go. So okay. Guys,
0: go for it. You go cool. for it then.
1: Um, liked the match overall. Loved Ricky Starks's facials when he was in the... Uh, uh in, in that submission oh mode. the snare trap the Yes, snare trap yes he they, it, that
0: really helped get over the fact yes. that the snare trap is a credible threat
1: his eyes are bulging out he's panicking he's his he's resolve crying. is
0: breaking no like there was a there was a moment of resolve breaking i liked that a lot
1: but this angle and the way that jungle boy lost a little too cute by half I mean, right
0: there were too many. Mo- it was a bit of a Rube Goldberg machine there at the end with all the different tag teams. The so
1: swerve comes out. And, oh my god! Oh my god! I can't believe you lost after this. Jungle or Jungle Boy is turned to the referee who is just being a moron. He gets hit in the ropes and then rolled up for the or and then he gets hit with the finisher. It's not even like a solid shot, it's just a glancing blow on the ropes. And they have to put over oil. He may have hit his neck on the ropes, blah, blah, blah. And then gets pinned. So he looks like a geek and he's sulking. And and
0: and he's sulking after getting the visual cover on Ricky Starks during the match, which is also relevant to the way Christian reacts to all of this. Yes.
1: And now we have way too many things going on because we have Swerve, who looks like he's going to join Team Taz, I think. Because I think this is all a bit of a ruse to be honest with you, you have Starks and Hobbs out there, you know, doing what stops Hobbs and Starks do. You have Christian glaring at jungle boy way too long. And then you have, uh, then you have Keith Lee kind of shuffling down <laughs> taking his time, you know, cause he has to wait for his music to hit, to come running down to the ring. And I think we've basically just shifted the triple threat. We thought we were going to get for another triple threat. Cause I think we thought we were going to get bucks red dragon and Jurassic express. And I think instead we're going to get team Taz, Jurassic express and uh swerve and, and Keith Lee.
0: Yeah. Um, which will be interesting. I mean, I think maybe the, that, that will post, but they've these.
1: decided to rush this entire thing to get there.
0: Yes. This, this angle really was sort of like, uh, let's, let's get there kind of quickly. It was interesting to have jungle boy going for the FTW title with little fanfare.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have nothing else on my lazy river list to be honest with
0: you. Yeah, I don't know that I do either. Um, we we don't really watch SmackDown. Uh, I did. W-
1: I watched SmackDown tonight.
0: Okay, what'd you what'd you think of it?
1: Like I said, I liked the Raquel Ronda match. Okay. Um, I was I'm frustrated that we're going back to the well on the unification with the tag title thing, but you know, I mean, the Usos and Roman cut a pretty good promo. Sa- Sami Zayn kind of playing uh, <laughs> how I put it is playing uh playing Dennis the Dennis Hopper character to Marlon Brando's uh Colonel Kurtz in Apocalypse Now is kind of cool. Um <laughs> where he's making like he made a match basically with Riddle uh where whereas if Riddle won he'd get uh they'd get the unification match without permission and, and Roman Reigns endorsed it and of course they did. You know, it was an okay show it, it's missing some things. Um it feels it feels like they haven't really gone anywhere. There was a decent women's tag match between Natty and Shayna versus Naomi and Sasha, but Sasha feels like a second wheel in the, in the tag team thing, and she's probably the biggest star they have, which is weird to me. Um, you know, I mean, WWE was kind of, you know, there are things that happened that they just weren't necessarily interesting. I thought, like, Alexa Bliss coming back, but she's still kind of half- doing the crazy girl and half doing the uh, goddess thing and I don't think that's gonna work at all and you know I, I like Sonia getting fired because thank god we're not gonna have another heel manager type of or heel thing but uh you know wwe doesn't they don't get too emotional in their in their programs they don't get too much heat in their programs it's just these guys are fighting right now because oh they ran into each other backstage and now they're feuding. so you can't really get and the, the promos don't hit because they're all ex- expositioning. Pat McAfee is just a loose cannon all over the place, which makes the show fun to watch because you don't know what he's going to say. Like on Backlash we, <laughs> on Backlash, there's a guy in a feed mask. He goes, is that the feed? And you can just hear the silence for a moment. It's like, Patty no longer works for this company. Good. <laughs> that kind of thing. Like Pat's just going to go off on the fly and do what Pat does because he doesn't need the money and he doesn't need the job. So uh, it's still a fun watch, but it's not an interesting watch in some ways. Yeah. Uh, like, like Becky Lynch. I don't know what the hell, what, what kind of uh, performance art she's trying to do. Uh, her and Seth are still in a contest to see who can have the wackier costume, I think. But I don't like this Becky. But Becky and Asuka at the same time are magic because Oscar's just crazy. And I love crazy Asuka but she's having a blast doing whatever the hell she thinks she's doing and becky's just angry at it which makes a good straight up scene for me but at the same time you know becky looking like lady gaga slash lead singer of paramore whatever she's trying to do here it's not an interesting character to me to be honest with you it's just it's just becky out of her element because she should be a baby face
0: yeah i i concur uh
1: all right cool
0: let's uh let's go for the wrap then
1: let's close it there then uh, you can follow me at crap game 13 you can follow chris at dwatg you can just follow the show at shake them ropes we're part of the voices wrestling podcasting network shows for any kind of fandom you want they have an aew show called the next pillar now it, it goes far more granular into aew than we do also have music of the mat with our boy andrew rich uh five star mac game with with the Match game with the best Joe Gagne, or Joe Gagne, I think is how he says it. I call him Gagne because of, you know, great Gagne. Well, of course, the flagship with Rich and Joe. Going through all the news of the week as well. Um, you can f- listen to my other show every Wednesday. Usually drops about an hour and a half after Dynamite finishes. Called The Dynamite Show. It's on Fight Game Media, patreon.com slash fight game media for five bucks a month. More audio by me, more granular going over of Dynamite so that I don't repeat myself on here. Chris also does podcasts, but they're more of the political variety.
0: Yeah, don't worry about the government. Just dropped a new episode this week. You can find it over at patreon.com D-W-A-T-G. It will be available on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify later on. I don't know, sometime early next week here. Uh, we went into uh, obviously the impending Roe versus Wade thing. Um, and, and a number of other interesting topics, uh, including what has changed in American conservatism over the last 30 years. Uh, what is the key thing that I have observed that and my guest Sean has observed an interesting conversation on that. You can hear all about it over at patreon.com DWATG.